all-time faves, uh, Talking Heads and Road to Nowhere. That was my most listened to song for 2023. And you know how I know? Because Spotify told me. Uh, this week, social media was inundated with every Egypt sharing their most listened to songs and their top artists and indeed their top podcasts uh, with the Wrapped feature. This is something that has been floating around online for the last few years. And we wanted to take a closer look at it and also what your top artists and songs really says about you. Uh, Cullum Boog of Off The Ball is with me once again. Cullum, how are you? Hi, Jess. Uh, so Wrapped on Spotify has been around since 2016 and it seems like every single person on Instagram this week has just been sharing their little insights. Do you like this notion of getting this type of data? Because it's essentially you're being tracked and they're just presenting it in a nice way. Yeah, I've made peace of being tracked a long time ago online because um, it's ubiquitous, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. if you're committing to online, um, you're signing away your freedom, so to speak. Oh, wow. Okay. In exchange for entertainment. And I guess this is where we are now with this Spotify wrapped, which I believe you said sometime this year mm-hmm. was an example of a company connecting with their audience. Yeah, it's it's really smart because, as you said, we are being tracked the entire time and all of the big tech companies have unbelievable amounts of data about us. But what I find really intriguing about Spotify Wrapped is that they're telling you the data. They're telling you, like they told me that I spent 13 days listening, essentially, in terms of minutes, which is bananas. Mm. And then you get the breakdown of your artists and all the rest. And I just think it's interesting to see them being so transparent about the level of data they have about us. Because if this was anything else, like if they, if Instagram gave me a push notification of how much time I spent on Instagram every week, I'd probably puke. Whereas this is friendly data that people want to actually go and brag about. Yeah, um, it is. It, it does collect the masses mm-hmm. like a few other things these days. Mm-hmm. And then you look at your list and you're like, what? Talk me through your when list. Can I predict your how? list? Well, you can like, but I don't know how long you have on your show because we could be here till Sunday. Well, is tomorrow. Oasis your top artist? No. Who's your top artist? You know what is mad about this, right? If you say Taylor Swift. No, no, it's not. It's not. But they did make a little joke here to me, Spotify, when they're giving me my list saying that um, you're a real hero of a listener or should we say anti-hero. And then the next slide came up in like a little PowerPoint presentation that they do for you. Mm. And I thought, oh, no, are they going to tell me that like Taylor Swift is up there for me? But it's not. Okay. But there is a repeat artist for me pretty much since 2020. And we have a colleague in common called Lachlan Hart. Okay. And he and I initially bonded over our shared love of the Moneyball soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Okay. The film Moneyball. Yeah, which is a great film. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill. Yeah. And uh, it's an exceptional soundtrack. It's great to listen to if you're busy and work and you have loads to do. So you'll find it online, Moneyball album. Mm-hmm. On Spotify. Mm-hmm. And he is yet again, for the fourth year in a row, my most listened to artist. I did think he'd have competition this year because I've listened to it less. Okay. But it's still number one. And then, Jess, my top song in 2023, I don't think many people will know it. Oh, go on. It's called Darling by SB. E-S-B-E. If I played it now, what would happen? Would it come through the mic? I think it'd sound really bad on radio, yeah, but it go would, on. Yeah. Do it anyway. Is this in an ad for something? I don't know. 
goes on like this now for a while and then it drops in a second mm. as the kids say I think I got it via via Shazam I was at a night out and I heard it and threw my phone up and then this came back to me mm-hmm. and here we go people here's the drop okay I think let's no. kill the yeah, tinny sound. Play out, right? No, just I know it's a bit tinny, isn't it? It's a bit tinny. What do you play? Yeah, you should play that. Um, it was uh, a song when I heard it wherever I was. I thought, geez, that's a cool tune. Mm-hmm. And you know, like sometimes you be chatting away, and then this song kind of grabs you, and you never heard it before. And I'm yeah. like, how have I not heard this? I should have always heard this. I should have always known this song. So Shazam did away, which is great. How do they do Shazam? How do they? How do they get the songs? How did I know immediately? I, I had this debate with a friend of mine who was out recently, mm-hmm. a few of us, and I, I asked this question to the group mm-hmm. and one of them came back with a very confident answer that basically every song has the same four bars or chords or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Shazam can easily detect a song within the first second or a second and a half. So anyway, this song that I never heard of before came up on Shazam and said, that's the song. And the rest is history. I didn't realise it shook me to my core that I listened to it that much. Uh, okay, cool story, bro. Um, I my top song we played in with their uh, Road to Nowhere, Talking Heads. Um, like all of my artists that I listen to, my top artists are all old artists. Yeah, the Beatles was my number one artist, and then Talking Heads. Was there anything on your list that kind of surprised you? Yeah, you know what was on my list? Go on, artist, right? Number <laughs> number two was WWE. Oh, <laughs> I must have been listening to old um, Attitude Era songs for anyone out there that was a fan of WWE. And then after that, it's very predictable. Like it's Oasis, uh-huh. number three. I'm trying to find my number four. And my number five was Blur. Oh, Blur. Blue. Nice. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm flicking through it here now. Oasis three. Nirvana. That's I went back on cool. Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, from their, I suppose their first two albums I probably listened to all three. Oh, actually I listened to loads of um, their Unplugged gig Yes which is incredible because Conan recently had Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic on and Steve Albini so I went kind of back because they were talking do you know what you, you ever listen to like an artist talk about their music in depth mm-hmm. and then it makes you want to listen to it again mm-hmm. wet the appetite so to speak so I went back to it and I'd say actually Nirvana got a lot of extra streams certainly in the US or whoever's listening to Conan's podcast on the back of their passion talking about in utero yeah, and how they made it there you go like I mean like Nirvana where would they be for me like maybe top 10-ish kind of bands but I wouldn't be a massive fan but there there I am listening to them regularly yeah but that I do the exact same thing and do you remember do you know what else was one of my top songs and it's because of you mm. Wham oh yeah when we went when you went through your little obsession phase yeah. I started listening to Wham yeah and I listened to it so much that some of their songs were in my top 20 I think I'm individually responsible for some of uh, Wham's streams in Ireland yeah yeah so congratulations. Be. Thanks very much. Uh, do you use any other platform for your music or is it just No, Spotify? I'm, I'm Spotify through and through. The only other platform would be um, YouTube. Yeah, I, oh YouTube God, I was on, uh, It's on a bus there during the week like and mm. this old fella was <laughs> blaring, blaring Elton John live from his phone uh-huh. on YouTube and nodding away like, like to the point where I was convinced that he thought he did have earphones in. Like he was up, I would say, like conservatively late 60s. Yeah. Having a great time for himself. Like I think he was fine. Like, mm. you know, I didn't think like this guy, this is typical of the guy. Like I think this guy was kind of a retiree, really enjoying life. And um, the whole bus was treated to his enjoyment. I think it should be illegal 
to play music, video or video calls on public transport without headphones? It's becoming, uh, yeah, first of all, and it's becoming like really common. Mm. And then you see, you could argue like, um, well, it's kind of the same thing as people chatting, isn't it? Because it's noise that no. you haven't welcomed, but it's not, you see. There's a social acceptance that people will chat on a bus, but there's something that like, tinny quality that you just did on national radio yeah, yeah but I mean that's to show people Darling by Espy mm-hmm. that's the song whereas on a bus there's no enter- I'm not there for entertainment from these people Like I can actually create my own entertainment from the thousands and thousands of minutes that I've listened to on Spotify I'm still I'm still reading this here one moment please it says as it shows me another fact uh, and I listen to an awful lot of are you laughing at? You, go and on. I listen to an awful lot of podcasts. Jeez, I never gave you my, um, you're going to love this. Go you're on. going to love this. So the number one song was Darling. Yeah. How <laughs> was this my second most listened to song of the year? <laughs> Breathe by Blue Cantrell. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that happen? Where did that happen? And do you know what my number three is? What? Is it Seven Days by Craig David? No, I love that. I know you do, yeah. Uh, Rendezvous by Basement Jacks. That's a great tune. It's not even not even their one of their better known ones. And Basement Jacks, you know why that came to pass? Because I was talking to a few colleagues of ours there one day and I said to myself, Do you know, I could walk by Basement Jacks on Grafton Street and, and I wouldn't know them. who they are. Mm. And also I don't know how they're made up of even. I thought they were like um so solid crew. Do you remember them in the early nineties? There was like yeah. twenty one of them. That's what you're all like on uh, off the ball. That's <laughs> what I refer to you all as you go around in your little matching outfits and it's very cute. That's exactly it. Um there's only two lads uh-huh. and then the rest rotated. But I I always thought it was like a mixed gender and loads of them. But anyway, there's only two of them. So Rendezvous by Basement Jacks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys. And you know where that was inspired? Where? There's a guy on TikTok and he listens, his thing is he listens to songs for the very first time, like really famous songs. Oh yeah. Now I don't really believe that he hasn't heard any of these songs because they're literally the world's most famous songs Mm -hmm. of the last 50 years. Yeah. And he's shocked by all of them. Mm -hmm. And either way, even if it is all a lie and it's performative, his reaction to West End Boys when it came on was um, intriguing. And I thought to myself, that is a great song. He, you know, he's opening this present, so to speak, for the first time. Mm. And it's a surprise and it's Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. But I've already opened all my presents. But then I realised I'll play with his toy. So I listened to it and it was, uh, I like I didn't realise the musicality of it uh-huh. until I heard it back. From a different person's perspective. Mm. It's like when someone makes you a sandwich. It's nicer if someone else makes it for you than if you make it yourself. So it's like, right, stay with me now. There's been I, so many analogies. I actually feel I a was, bit dizzy. I was uh, driving there during the week and um, what what some radio station was on anyway. And they played Some Might Say by Oasis. But it sounded 10 times better because they played it for me. A yeah. radio station played it for me after the ads. But sure, I could go on to Spotify anytime I want and play some might say our YouTube live version made around 1996 as yeah. my want. But it was different. It just hit differently via radio station. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was in a taxi the other day and Rock and Roll Star came on. And oh, the same there's something thing. about it. But you like, don't often hear it. Like I don't yeah. put it on and whatever when I'm around the house. But hearing it in a taxi when it just comes on out of nowhere, it's like, oh, what a thrill. 
But come here to me, let's be serious now for a second. Technology has, co- has advanced at such a rapid rate, like beyond the Industrial Revolution, has there been more change in the last 20 years? Because back in the day when we were growing up as kids, you had to earn the right to listen to a song almost. Either you had to buy a physical album or, or a single it. or steal it. But even before any of that, it was you're just hoping beyond hope that it comes on the radio if there's a song out that you like. Yeah. And my sisters had ghetto blasters. I have tapes. All the rage. I still have tapes because I'm a hoarder. I get emotionally attached to everything. Mm. And I have tapes, cassette tapes that me and my sister Emma Jane recorded like the likes of Tony Fenton yeah. or whoever was doing the charts and whatever. We have, we still have those tapes of our favourite songs. And there are certain songs from back then when I hear them now on Spotify, I can imagine the DJ talking over the end of the link because it's so ingrained in my brain as having listened to it so many times from the cassette. And then you could do this thing where you, you could record on the radio, couldn't you? You yeah. could have a blank tape in and you had to time it perfectly. That's what I mean. Like, so yeah. Perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Or else you'd miss it completely. And then in transition year in school, I, I oh, burned CDs and I yeah, yeah. set up a little business and then YouTube destroyed me. Yeah. And YouTube. Because then you could just get any song you wanted to. And I guess the spontaneity is gone, isn't it? Now, we've never lived in a world of more convenience at the same time. So we're all told about the, like these amazing statistics about our listening habits over the mm. last year. And of course, we had none of that from the time that we're talking about. But there was something so pure and innocent and I'm probably really sentimental about that time because we'll never go back there ever. No. You know, nothing, as I was mentioned, the Industrial Revolution, they obviously never went back and we're never going to go pre-internet ever. No, but you are seeing things like vinyl making a comeback and people yeah, being but more conscious uh, when they're listening to different music. But vinyl is a lifestyle choice rather than a necessity. Oh, totally, yeah. So when vinyl was out originally, it was the way to listen. Mm. But now it's just something cool to have at home and like people are impressed if you walk into someone's house and they have a record collection. It's pretty cool. Whereas, you know, and also it's something to share with people. But like, you know, like the thing about music um, at the your fingertips mm. is like, it's incredibly convenient, but it's also, you know, it's a singular activity. Like, Do you ever think about the, so I do you pay for Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever think about the money or lack thereof that goes towards the artists that you listen to and enjoy immensely on your Spotify? Yeah, I have a friend who's a musician um, in Cork. I better give him a shout out. Robbie Barnes, his, name, his band is The Shaker Him. They're a great band in Cork. They, they'd be well known down there. And he was telling me about the music industry mm-hmm. and how just how difficult it is to make a living from it mm-hmm. in this day and age. Like Now, it's always, it's always been hard for bands to get spotted and all the great bands in history, if you hear their backstory, it, it's always like a stroke of luck. Like, you know, to mention Oasis, it was when they were spotted in a nightclub in Scotland mm-hmm. when they shouldn't have been. Like, there were no reason to be there. And then the, the head of creation came in, like, and spotted them. And, and that, the rest is history. And Nirvana were really struggling for a long time. And then Smells Like Teen Spirit changed everything for them. And Hosier, to do modern music, to take me to church. But he would have been touring with my friend Robbie, you know, like all these people know each other and then one person just gets that break. But it's such a struggle. Like it's Mm -hmm. like you hear actors talking about it too. It's the same thing. But like, yeah, like these big platforms are absolutely digesting and inhaling all the money and there's very little left for the artists. And of course, that's not going to change because I'm going to mention the word for like the third time in one slide is convenience. Mm -hmm. Because like, why would people, why would people go back from on demand why would they walk away from that? You'd have to have a real purity of your soul 
in order to pay the maximum price to go straight to the artist for everything that you consume. Yeah, but so this goes back to, because earlier in the show we were talking to the MD of Ticketmaster mm-hmm. and one of the things that people sometimes give out about is the price of concert tickets or the price of merch at concerts and so on. But if you are a musician, and we're not necessarily just talking about the Taylor Swifts of the world, but if you are a smaller band or artist, you have to make the money somewhere along the way. And so that is going to impact your pocket if you are looking at, like I have it here, Spotify plays or pays 0.003 to 0.005 US cent per stream on average, which is nothing. Yeah. So if you factor in like how much money a mid-tier band would make from streaming, that's not a whole lot to live on and exist on. So they have to make it in terms of the ticket prices and the merch and so on, which some people aren't happy about. Yeah, well, that kills the public, you know, the consumer then is like mm. paying the bill. It's a bit like when you go to America and the the service industry needs you to tip them for everything. Yeah. And for a, a person who's not used to American customs, it's galling. Because uh, it's like, what, like why, is the, why is a person's salary the responsibility of a customer, mm-hmm. but that's the industry that they work in. And that's, I suppose, what's happened to music as well. And again, I don't know uh, if equality will ever be found again, like, because if you want exposure, you need to be on these platforms. And then, you know, what you're sacrificing there is kind of financial independence. Mm-hmm. So if you take yourself off of those platforms, let's say, so that you can maximise your profits from the music you're creating, then you're probably taking a massive risk that you're going to be spotted and made huge, and I guess it's so difficult now because, also, like I, it, you know, I'd say if you're talking about specifically like DJs, a lot of people can like never leave their bedroom mm-hmm. and become this world-renowned DJ because they're good at tech. Obviously, have the musical brain as well. Mm. But it seems to be like um, probably never easier to become a musician from scratch, but never harder to make a living off it. I imagine. But I'd be really interested to hear from a professional musician on that because that's what it feels from the outside looking in. But of course, like, sure, I'm the hypocrite who, who's saying who's sympathising for these musicians and still listening on platforms that are either free or I've already paid for and so they're not getting any extra money from me. Yeah, but for certain bands, I'd make a point of going out and buying an album. Like who? Everything, Everything, my favourite band from Manchester. Are they from Manchester? Are they a new... No, 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 they've been around for years. They're actually the band, uh, the Sig Tunes. So the little bit of music that you hear at the start of the show and during the ad breaks, that's everything, everything. There you go, fact fans. Uh, but anytime they have a new album, I'll go down to Terra Records on whatever that street is and uh, buy their album. I'm uh-huh. really bad at geography. And who else? Uh, like any band, like Ham Sandwich, anytime that they do a gig or if they have a new album or anything like that, I'll go out and buy it. There are certain bands that I would know because they've been very outspoken about the issues that they face and to be able to put on their tours or just continue gigging. Mm. They do need you to go out and support them. And so if there's a band that I would listen to significantly on Spotify, when they do something, I'll always try to support them by buying something. Yeah, I like I um I pay a subscription fee for this website that has loads of sports articles like The Athletic. Mm. And I do that purely like to support journalism because it's long form writing, which is uh well I felt like it was a dying form and mm-hmm. it's really not. But it felt like it was going that way, which I guess is one of the reasons the athletic came to be. Um, but I guess the reason I don't pay that much, like top dollar for bands, or is because I have such an eclectic taste of music, as you just heard. And oftentimes I'm going back to old days. 
like yeah, the and I think it's trying 90s. to do so what I, you can do rather than like yeah. feeling obliged to go out and give basement jacks twenty quid every basement month. Basement jacks, you know, like basement jacks could need my money, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'd love to know what you think of Spotify Wrapped, and if you do actually support the artists uh, as well as uh, subscribing to a streaming service, TechTalk at Newstalk.com is the email address. Colin Book, thank you very much. Thanks, Jess. That's it from me this week. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back in full on the Newstalk app powered by GoLoud. John Fardy's up next here on Newstalk with Screen Time. I'll chat to you next week.